Good morning, Path to Warren podcast. This is Matt Warren. It is August 3rd, 2020, Monday morning. It is uh, a beautiful Monday morning. And uh, this is episode 24. Thanks so much for joining. The theme of this episode is it has nothing to do with me. Okay, and I want to talk about this. Recently, I just got back from a week-long trip in the Florida Keys, uh, and uh, th- th- there was a certain person on the trip that I could tell right away, just after a few hours in, um, it was going to be a, a, a kind of a long trip. Th- this person made comments th- throughout the course of this trip that, uh, you know, I, I, I think that my sobriety and my recovery work that I was doing, um, basically staying, trying my best to stay in top line behaviors throughout the course of this vacation, um, it, it, it's amazing how this person would make little comments and you could just tell like silently storming around the house or the condo uh, with a little attitude and I've realized that these comments have nothing to do with me (laughs) you know I remember being addicted to things um, and when that other person at the table if there was one person at a table of five that was not partaking, you know, it pissed me off. <laughs> I, I would get upset if there was one person at the table that was not drinking uh, or that was not going to eat the, the big chocolate cake. <laughs> uh, I, I would get upset and I would take it out on that person. But it had nothing to do with the person, you know. It was clearly had to do with me not being happy with myself. And, you know, it it just is, it's tough because this person's a family member and this person is, you think, supposed to love you. (laughs) Uh, And they'll say, oh, I love you guys. And uh, you want to believe it so much, right? But it's just tough when they want to dig their heels in on, on on a few things that really have nothing to do with anything about you, um, just to prove a point and just to try to get one up on you. Um, I, 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 cannot, I cannot tell you how frustrating it was for me in my head just to like stay the course and continue doing what I'm trying to do. Um, you know, I, I'm watching this person suffer from an eating disorder from overeating. And this is the same person that called me out and had an an intervention or tried to have an intervention a couple times with me, um, when I was drinking too much and on prescription drugs and other drugs and, uh, you know, of course those are bad behaviors. Um, and, and it's you know the issue is it's so easy to see when somebody's drinking too much 
and somebody's unhappy and ruining their lives and uh, the world's falling apart because of alcohol and drugs, you know, it's tough when you see that. But what's even tougher is when you see somebody that's suffering from overeating disorder and, you know, they're, they're killing themselves too. I mean, they're just as obviously unhappy. Um, and, 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 and sometimes they're in denial, you know? Uh, like, for example, oh, <laughs> this person says, I used to drink Diet Cokes all day, but I've just limited it limited it down to just two in the morning and you know I, as much as I want to call the person's bluff on this when I see you know Diet Coke number six <laughs> you know call them out on it it's like no they're just in denial and I learned in, in, in recovery that truth without compassion is brutality so if I cannot be compassionate about what I'm trying to tell this person that I care about, if I if I'm not if I can't share it in a compassionate way, then my truth, no matter how true it is, my truth is just brutality. I'm not, I'm just really being brutal. Um, so as much as I want to tell them that, <laughs> you know, you really don't need that extra peach cobbler. You know, or yeah, you really probably should not do the fried fish platter at lunch. Um, it's <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I want to I, I want to say it. You know, I, I want to say, hey, why don't you go with the broiled fish? Hey, why don't you eat a couple strawberries for dessert instead of <laughs> the big bowl ice cream? Uh, you know, but I can't, I cannot do that because I'm not doing it in a compassionate way at this time. So all I'm doing is being brutal and it's just going to drive a wedge and it's just going to probably push that person further away from getting help and hitting their bottom. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really want to cause more drama, uh, but my accountability partner and I had a two-hour meeting yesterday morning on a Saturday morning from 6 a.m. until 8 a.m. after this week-long vacation uh, to, to discuss what went down this past week with this family member. Uh, there were so many little jabs and so many comments that... I could take personally and in the past before I had help with my accountability partner before I had a program I would have taken these things so personally you know I I would have taken them to heart I would have probably just had major resentments and spinning 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 and I did I'm not gonna tell you I did not spin about them Uh, I mean I've had serious resentments about the, the way that this person would try to stand her ground and prove her point. Um, but I've, I've come to realize, and this is the theme of this podcast today, 
It has nothing to do with me. I can see myself when I was doing those things, when I was actively using. You know, I was so lost uh, and I was so hurt and I didn't like myself um, that how could I love another person if I don't even love myself, you know? I was unhappy with myself. And when you got somebody sitting at the table that's doing good things, that's following all of these top line behaviors every day, and you can't even stay off a simple, you know, eating or drinking plan. I mean, how can you love yourself? You know, how can you love yourself if you can't even stay off a couple Diet Cokes a day? You know, uh, but what I what I want my listeners to to understand is there's no difference in trying to stop diet cokes trying to stop eating sugar than there is trying to stop drinking alcohol or cutting back on marijuana or Adderall there's no difference it's the same thing Uh, and and it's the same thing in in that you know we can't take other people's inventory you know, taking someone's personal inventory and evaluating where they are spiritually, mentally, and physically, that's not healthy. And that's just going to drive a wedge between me and them and keep them from hitting their own bottom. So what do we learn in recovery? We learn to stay in our lane, stay in our hula hoop, know that, that, know that this is the law, that this program only works by the law of attraction. This is not a law of promotion. So I guess what I'm telling you is I've got to just deal with the the low blows, <laughs> you know. I've got to just deal with this person saying a couple things here and there uh, that I know are not right. And I know are, it doesn't mean I have to go along with them or I have to like agree with them. It just means that I, I can't let them make me go out and drink or drug I I can't um, also I you know I can't try to persuade this person either you know they say if if it's between you and and a person that's drinking you're going to drink a lot quicker than you're going to keep them from drinking so all I can do is just stay in my lane stay in my hula hoop work on my recovery at this point, I'm still in step nine, and I've got maybe 20 um, more amends to make in my step nine. So I need to focus on that. I don't have time to be worrying about, you know, them trying to convince my daughter that me that media, you know, like the the news, is is a good thing. <laughs> you know, I don't have time for that. We were sitting at dinner, and this person says oh well I haven't I haven't watched the news all day I gotta watch the news know what's going on tonight and my daughter bless her heart she says the the news is bad and she looks at her and uh, instantly this person started to to say oh no the news is not bad you need to know what's going on in the world you know how else are you going to know where to wear your mask 
how else are you going to know what's going on? You know, you got to watch the news. And my little girl looked at me, (laughs) you know, just a minute ago, she had said, "The, the news is bad because she had heard her mom and me, she had heard us talk about at home how, you know, when the news comes on, we change it. We simply change it or we cut it off. Um, this, this social I- ignorance is bliss. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing for me to not be stuck in this media cycle. I mean, I, I, I could talk a whole podcast about media addiction and, and what it does and how I've been able to work towards staying off of it. Um, but during the during this dinner, <laughs> when my daughter says media, uh, the news is bad. Looking at at this person, the the defenses went up, you know, because here she really likes uh, watching watching the news because, of course, you get those little dopamine hits whenever something happens or whenever you hear something that you didn't know was going on, you know, you get these little dopamine hits and it's no different than getting a hit of Adderall or getting, <laughs> you know, high off, high off of weed um, or, or, or getting high off of bourbon, you know, I mean, it's all high is high, right? Um, it's no different than eating that big old peach cobbler and getting a big high of satisfaction after that. It's all, it's all the same. Um, so I sit there and I, I listen to this person defending the news to my daughter. And I, I said, well, because my daughter looks at me then because she knows that I don't agree with it and that I've done well over the past year and a half of cutting it out. And it's done so well for me. Um, that I've seen great results. <laughs> uh, she she looks at me like, Dad, you gonna help me here? And I said, Well, there's just so much junk. You know, there's just so much junk on the news. It, it, if there was a way that we could, you know, watch what was going on, and and there'd be a way of filtering it out. Uh, there's just so much junk on the news that. Uh, wouldn't it be nice if we could just watch what we needed to hear without all the junk? And they, one of the examples that this person used to defend the news was, well, there, you, you know, there's a hurricane coming. There's a hurricane coming. How are we going to know what to do with the hurricane? How are we going to know what, where to wear our mask or where we don't have to wear our mask? And these are just like two little examples that, yeah, they're pretty important, you know, the weather and health issues. Of course, those are major issues. But, you know, let's don't talk about all of the negative, right? <laughs> Anybody stuck in, stuck in the addiction is going to justify, um, you know, justify their thoughts by throwing out the open and obvious thing that you have to know about. Of course we don't want to get hit by a hurricane. Of course we don't want to get the coronavirus. But 
are you seriously defending the news you know because of these two little issues (laughs) uh you know it's laughable today and this went down on thursday um today's monday so i've come a long way in letting this go and even sharing about it to you guys helps me let it go but i have to realize these comments have nothing to do with me that's what i have to not take personal they have nothing to do with me these are strictly an addict defending her drug an addict defending her drug and you might say oh well it's just the news you can't call her an addict because of the news yeah (laughs) no let's just go a little further so i said well you know, you, you don't have to defend the news. And she said, well, I like it. I, I like the news. And, and yeah, there's no difference in uh, the junk on TikTok than the junk on the news. You know, this is life. This is life. You, you, you got you, you to gotta deal with life, you know. There's no difference in TikTok. And, you know, you got to filter TikTok just like you got to filter the news. This is life. And that's when my wife said, that's enough. That's enough. Uh, and I love my wife for that. Because she could stay in the, stay in the ground and, 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 you know, keep, keep the party together. Um, there's a difference. Okay. There's a difference. And I'm not here defending TikTok. I, I'm not defending that at all. What I'm trying to say is, you know, the reason why media can be an addiction is because you cannot control the next thing that gets thrown in front of your face. If you've ever been watching a, a, a news channel and you just can't pull away, if you've ever been watching something on, you know, Fox News that's talking about a, the latest outbreak or the latest um, shooting or whatever it is uh, or the latest about the elections you know a lot of times they they not a lot of times just every time their job is to keep you hooked to it and you become powerless over that stuff Um, same with the social media like even including TikTok and that's the thing like I'm not I'm not defending TikTok I'll admit that it sometimes gets me drawn in and I'm hooked to it. And that's an issue. But I can tell you that I've gotten off of, off of Twitter and I've gotten off of Instagram and I've gotten off of Facebook because all of the junk in between those couple of good things, you know, and I'll give a prime example of Facebook. So in Facebook, I would justify it. And this is where it's beautiful because I've been in her position. I have been in that seat of defending something where I've thought about it so much to justify my drug. You know, I, I, I had excuses for marijuana. I had excuses for Adderall. I had excuses for alcohol. I had excuses for Xanax. I had excuses for... Uh, you name it, (laughs) 
that I was on, I had a, a reason to justify the drug. You have to justify the drug. That's what an addict does. An addict will defend it at all costs to keep the supply. You know, when I was addicted to spending and and debting, I had a justification, right? For I had a justification for the banker, had a justification for the credit cards, had a justification for I need to go spend this because it's a business expense and I needed to have it for this and if we're going to sell this and I mean, really? I had an excuse for everything. I had an excuse for Facebook. And let me tell you what my excuse was. And by the way, the same person that's defending the news is is so addicted to Facebook. It's not even funny. Uh, so so the thing about the, the Facebook is you'll see like two things you know, per session of using this this app. You'll see like two things like so-and-so had a baby and here's the first picture of their baby or this guy is, um, you know, posted something really politically correct and it was the first access you had to it or it was a, um, a, a piece of news or content that you just hadn't heard yet and this was your first way of hearing it before other people. So now you were in the know. Um, you, you'll get like these two things that are, you know, wins. <laughs> they're, they're pluses, right? But then you have all of the negative. And that's what I mean by the junk. You get the negative along with it. Um, the negative are the political ads. You know, hearing what, what the latest trash talk about Donald Trump is whether you like him or not, you know, he's president. Uh, and I don't care. I, I try to stay far, far, far from the political world because it's just junk. It makes you spin. It makes me spin. Excuse me. It makes me spin. Um, but all of the negatives that you have to go through to get the two positives, you know, of 10 pieces of content, there maybe will be one. You know, it's more like 30 in one. You'll scroll through 30 feeds and you'll get like one good thing. But you had to go through 29 horrible things. They'll be talking about Black Lives Matter. They'll be talking about the racial riots. You know, they'll be talking about all of the, the, the other junk that will really bring down your entire day if you're not careful. Uh, but when it comes to defending it, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about those two things that are open and obvious great things. So I would encourage anybody who's listening to just start taking an inventory of what you're looking at. You know, part of my reboot in life, the last two years, two and a half years, part of my reboot to my CPU of life is I had to look at all areas of input coming into my life. And one of the major areas of input of data and content into my head every day was Facebook, Twitter, Fox News, CNN, Instagram, Pinterest, um, and now there's TikTok out there. 
um, you know, WIS news. <laughs> How many people come home from work and the first thing they do is cut on the news to see what, what you know, rape or murder or CEO that got caught up in the youth in the Me Too movement, you know. How many people get home from work and the first thing they do is pour an alcoholic drink and turn on the news? <laughs> you know, oh, you can't tell me that's not an addiction. Uh, and, and all they're doing is just pouring all of this junk in their head. So once I realized that this person was not getting upset with me because of me it had nothing to do with me I was just being a mirror to this person that oh my gosh he's he's healthy looking he's skinny he's praying he's getting up early he's going to bed early he's happy with his wife his daughter loves him daughter can't get off of him you know uh, he has got a spiritual connection with a higher power um, he's working on his finances every day, even while at the beach. You know, my, my wife and I had a situation where something went through the bank account. And if I wouldn't have checked it that day, um, it, you know, caused us to overdraft. We needed to know to move money. If I wouldn't have been in Debtors Anonymous and had a program where I checked my account every day or try to, uh, we wouldn't have been able to move the money. So this person is like watching all of this happen and in close quarters, uh, they can't help but be ticked off. But it had nothing to do with me. You see, that's the thing. Uh, it, it's all with them. They're seeing, they're seeing themselves overweight. They're seeing themselves, you know, as we joke about in the pool, they're sitting there bouncing up and down uh, because of, you know because of this person being overweight. It was a saltwater pool, and there was a joke that my daughter said, "Hey, look, you're just floating. You're just floating in the water." And when my daughter tried to float, and she told me to try to float, I just sank. <laughs> Why is that? Because I don't have fat. I don't have enough fat to keep me floating in the pool. So this person is like hearing all this stuff about people picking on this person. You know, my daughter was making jokes about this person just floating in the pool. You know, this got to hurt her feelings. You know, this got to hurt her feelings. But it has nothing to do with me. Uh, yeah, I, I told my daughter we need to probably stop cutting out, um, you know, the second that this person gets the third Diet Coke when they say they only drink two or the second that the person goes for fried something and Maddie will look at me and roll her eyes or, or, or the second the person gets, you know, a ton of beans and, and non-wholesome fruits and vegetables and puts it on their plate. I've told my daughter that we need to probably work on not calling people out with what they eat, but it's an eight year old little girl. You can't, you know, she's just speaking the truth. She doesn't know any better. 
because she hasn't been through it. But I'm, nobody's going to get upset with my daughter for speaking the truth about this kind of stuff. Uh, so, what I learned was I learned that you know this person on this week-long vacation this person what what was crazy is just like if I was on vacation back when I was actively using if I was on vacation with with five people what they would be seeing would be me restraining you know I would not be drinking as much as I normally drink I would not be uh, spending and eating and uh, using painkillers or you know muscle relaxers or Adderalls or anything. I would not be using as much as I would normally be using. So I would be technically restraining my use while on vacation with others so that they don't see how much I'm actually doing. So what I have to, you know, what my accountability partner helped me realize is that just remember, Matt, when you were that age or, or, or when you were going through that time in your life, think about how horrible it felt and how much you hated yourself. And maybe hate is a strong, too, too strong of a word. But, you know, if there's two words and you had a gun to your head and there's two words and you got to pick from either love or hate yourself, if you were in that situation, you probably choose hate because you're not happy with yourself. Um, I was in the hate position a long time, actively using porn and uh, acting out. You know, there's no way I can love myself. It, so during this vacation, when the person was making comments at me and making little left-handed, backhanded comments, little slaps, you know, not knocking me out, but but picking on me and um, and it's not about like they were picking on me like, like I'm a pansy <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about like there was a clear line this person was drawn into saying like I, I, I don't agree with this and I don't agree with that and um, it has nothing to do with me it's this person looking in the mirror that I'm holding up to them and and, and they're sitting there saying to themselves Gosh, he's, he, he's, he's obviously got a conscious contact with a higher power. I don't have that. He, he's working out every morning. I can't do that because I drink a bottle and a half of white wine every night. And before that, I have a couple margaritas. And before that, I have a couple beers. Um, you know, how can I get up early and go work out? Who wants to go work out? I'd rather just sit here in front of the TV at 10 o'clock at night and watch the news. You know with wine <laughs> no addiction there no addiction there but am I going to be the one to call her out on the addiction no way That this person has to determine that they have a problem and that they have an addiction now I you know I could put the puzzles together I could put the puzzle together and piece it together but they have to be the one to, to put the final piece in and say yeah I think I have a problem um but isn't it amazing that when you are in that situation, if you've ever been in that situation, you know what I'm talking about where 
you're you're restraining you know like there were a couple nights where that she chose not to have dessert you know uh, chose not to have dessert and that was a huge restraint for this person I know it was and I didn't have cake candy or ice cream the whole time you know so no wonder the person's upset with me you know I think that they despise me I thought on the whole drive back I was like you know I think this person actually despises me looking at it now you know piecing all these stories together I think this person really despises me and they're supposed to love me um, they're supposed to love me so I you know I hope this helps somebody I hope that you realize that if you're following your top line behaviors stay true to those top line behaviors rely heavily on your on your on your recovery network call your sponsor reach out to buddies in the program just to see how they're doing um, you know get out of your head like I had to do I had to go and call people that night Thursday night I was trying to go to bed um, and I knew when we like I, I helped clean up the dishes off of the table and this person wanted to sit outside and sulk and talk about me I, I know and how my ways are so extreme and um, oh let me give you another justification about the media the comment was made that you know when we went to Cuba when we went to Cuba the the news wasn't even allowed you know and look at how how far back those folks were the news wasn't even allowed in um, and in Cuba and I'm like <laughs> you know are you really gonna go there like do you really want me to try to argue and respond back that oh yeah Cuba had no media so we need to watch and consume all of the Fox News and all of the CNN that we can get our hands on you know that's the best thing for us you know are you try what message are you giving to the eight-year-old child that they should consume all the media and somehow filter it out themselves at that age um, you know yeah I agree there probably is some work to be done to filter out and cut back on the amount of TikTok an eight-year-old can watch but they can control what they're seeing you know if they want to look at something and learn about something they can go and dive into that subject it's different than sitting in front of the news and putting your daughter in front of the news and saying we got to watch the news tonight while we eat dinner you know that's totally different so if you get anything out of this podcast I hope you see that it has nothing to do with you it is important to tell yourself when your loved one and your family is struggling with addiction and somehow taking it out on you and picking on you or you know not openly loving on you like you think that they should how are they going to love on you if they can't love themselves because of their current state of their addiction 
if this has helped you, if this has uh, been positive, please send this to uh, somebody that might be in need. Hit subscribe on my podcast. Subscribe up. It would mean the world to me. Hope you have a wonderful day. Remember to make your contribution. Thanks so much. Have a great day.